Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My mother will whip my ass all the way to Dominican Republic. I try to sue her for no damn picture. Exactly. Try coming back in that door and it will be locked hey, and you will not have the key. Never. Because seriously. Una what... maldita golpea que me dan. <laughs> Para like corte. A... I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers and I'm a body positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. Good morning, Carolina. Good morning, honey. I feel like I need to go to the gym after that picture you posted. Which one? The, the Cardi-, Cardi B? Huh. Her stomach looks like an entire caterpillar. No, that, somebody's comment was like, this picture makes me feel like I need to go straight to the gym and stop eating. Like, that's not what you want to do, but This is damn. my breakfast right here. The green, green tea. Yeah. Yep. That is what the motivation is today. Thank you, Cardi B, for the inspiration. That is, like, remarkable. It really is. Her body is so slamming. But that brings me to this point that, you know, being a chunky person my whole entire life, I feel like some people are predisposed to have these athletic shapes regardless of what they eat or what they do. Oh, totally. Like there's definitely, for instance, I will never be a Victoria's Secret model. Like I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm like, you know, overweight or anything, but it's just like my body is just not made like they are, you know? I mean, it's just everybody is so different, but... She is looking damn good, and she snapped it back and like her baby can't even walk, and she got a six pack. Hello? I know, I know. It took me about two years to get back to me after oh, wow. I had my kids. Yeah, well, because it's like if you breastfeed, there's like so much that goes into it. It's but... so crazy how we see things on social media, you know, influencer and like these these moms that oh snap back game, and it kind of like creates a weird distorted like expectation for women. 
Well, absolutely, because then you have those people that say, well, she has a team of people. You know, a lot of people don't have a team of people. It's just like what you said. They're predisposed to have that kind of body, and it's just easier for them. I want to believe they have a team of people to make myself feel better, but realistically, like, you just never know what's going on behind the scenes. No, 100%. And you can't always go by, you know, what's on social media, which brings me to something I posted yesterday. You know, I got the thinking about social media. Mm. And how it can damage you in in certain instances, depending on what you post. So the the question I posted was, is your social media the right place for potential employers, brands, or even bays to come (laughs) judge the real you? Because I saw a report on Fox 5 yesterday, and it said that insurance companies are now looking at your Instagram and your social media to judge what you eat or the type of lifestyle that you live before even insuring you. Would your social media be an accurate depiction of who you truly are? Yes and no. You know, because I feel like there are those times where I splurge and I'll post something and be like, damn, it's going down. I'm about to eat these muffins. But I'm not doing that every day. Neither am I. So for an insurer to look at me and say, oh, this girl she do- or this woman doesn't eat, she doesn't have a healthy lifestyle. Well, that's not fair because they don't see the other 23 hours out of my day that I am eating salads and eating grilled chicken and things like that. You know what yeah, I because mean? Because who the hell's going to post a dry salad or a piece of grilled chicken that looks like cardboard? No, we're going to post when we go out to eat, you know, delicious, unhealthy food. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the just salad that doesn't have the feta cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> that's where I think it's like it's a problem. But you also see these companies that have the health insurance and you're getting money back. Did you hear about this? You get money back from some insurance companies if you go and work out. If you check into your gym at least three times a week, you get like $20. We had we had this Excuse discussion on our me. show. I yes. need to do this. So basically, one woman called and said that she has two kids mm-hmm. and she never used to find time to go to the gym. Okay. Now she goes to this gym that has a kids club. So the kids are always saying to her, Mommy, Mommy, we want to go to the gym. So not only is she being motivated by her children, but she's also getting incentivized by her insurance. They give her like 30, 20 to 30 for going to the gym and reporting. So it's like, yes, these are great things, but I don't think that people post everything to their social media and to judge me on that, you know, I don't think it's fair. I, I, You know, when I think it's unfair, like a lot of teachers commented and they were like, we can't have a life. We can't post anything. We can't be sexy. We can't post a drink. We can't post no way. if they smoke. It's like, but in the same breath, they said, If I'm an amazing employee, what do you care what I do in my personal life? Or can a teacher be sexy? Absolutely, yes. Can she smoke some hookah uptown if she wants to? Why not? That doesn't make her a bad teacher. Right. So I don't know. I think I'm going to stick with the people on this one. I don't think it's fair that employers, insurance companies, or anybody goes to social media to judge you. Well, for example, my husband the other day did not make the best choice. He went out, the house had a gutter problem, something was happening with the gutters, literally went outside on a ladder in flip-flops in the pouring rain. I'm like, we will never get life insurance for you if you're doing this foolishness. Anything on... else you'd like yeah, to add I mean, to that? Was the ladder like, greasy? Was it, was it lightning outside? I'm like, did you, like, you love to take chances, don't you? You know? So it's like if somebody were to look at that and be like, whoa, we can't insure this guy He's taking chances. That's what, where is the line? Like, where do people draw the line? Do you draw the line if somebody rides a motorcycle? That's potentially dangerous. Very. Do you not insure somebody because they're doing things like that? So I just feel like we're going way, way off the scope of what this is supposed to be. You know, 
I think a lot of times people post pictures of their friends or their families. Like, I'm mostly more family. I, I did look at my profile after you posted that because I was curious. Like, what kind of a message am I sending? How are people perceiving me? It's crazy because people perceive me as a person that's always on vacation. Ah, <laughs> because you post when you're Which on vacation. Which is not the case. I just like to post a lot when I am on vacation. Right. But I get two weeks paid vacation, my beautiful people. That is it. Sometimes I just, you know, might take off one Friday and go to Miami or something. And you something. have a three-day weekend but or something I like that. I have no problem working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And, I, and I've been working since I was a teenager. So when some people come up to me, they're like, you're always on vacation. Do you even work? Excuse you? Right. You're not seeing the other days where I'm grinding it out and I don't have time to post anything. Well, also the memes. Like the other day I was going to post this <laughs> funny meme. It's like, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's Wendy Williams with her sunglasses on and a fur coat and she's walking in uh, onto the stage with like a coffee. And it's like me walking in 20 minutes late to my job. Like I was going to post that, but then yeah. I'm like, what if our boss, Thea, sees that and thinks I was really late that morning? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I just don't even want to put that out there. You don't. It's crazy. I think about memes. Like when the memes are real reckless, ratchet, or they say like nasty curses. But they're hilarious. I will not post them. Because I know a lot of my coworkers and, and my two bosses follow me. So I do refrain a lot from posting right. the craziness I would like to post. Yes. But then it's also just like um, I posted something the other day or uh, not. It was months ago. Something like. Um, hey, guess who hates waking up at 3.45 a.m.? This girl. And I posted it, and somebody was like, well, I'll take your job. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no, that's so not what it's about. Like, I don't want to give up my job. I just hate waking up at, in the middle of the night. You're still human. Right. And that's the crazy part. We're not allowed you. to be human. We're not allowed to. Like, I posted, like, a video of, like, this little boy fighting with somebody in the car, and he was, like, cursing somebody out. Oh, that was and the person hilarious. was cursing him I back. Saw it. And it was like, it, it, people are like, I love you as a couple, and this is really what happens. It is really what happens. We do curse each other out. I do be grabbing the steering wheel and be like, we will kill both of us right now <laughs> if you don't stop yelling at I me. I will end this story. Yeah, but it's crazy how, you know, people might judge you and think yeah. like, oh, you have a violent relationship. Oh, or, or I think you, this you, is a sign she's in a domestic, you know, dispute with her partner. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, can you be real anymore? Because that is my sense of humor. Me walking in in a fur coat and sunglasses 20 minutes late, but I still got my Starbucks. Like, that's funny to me. It's hilarious. Know? I saw a meme and it was like, when my boss says I can work from home and she was like in a bubble bath, like right. eating. And I posted it and I tagged um Tony. But who's, the truth one is, of my bosses. you're and, not doing that at home when you're working from he home. He knows, but right. it's hilarious. And yeah. you laughed at it or whatever. He, he didn't take it too serious. But honestly, I don't think that somebody, let's say a potential employer, could go to my social media and really determine what kind of employee I am going to be or how responsible, how mm. on time, or how hard I'm going to work. Yeah, but I do think there is a slippery slope with this because there are children who are in high school they have their social media accounts and now universities are checking them so before you oh, get accepted yeah. to universities you know i mean so let's say that you're a girl and you're with your you know little friends on the soccer team and you guys are singing and doing things and you're cursing or mm -hmm. you're having some fun that's the impression that people are going to get but it always goes back to what my mom used to tell me it's like your reputation is what people judge you on so if you're hanging with the right crowd if you're doing the right things and that's what people are going to think of you if you're hanging out with the wrong people you might not even be doing those things but by association that's what you're going to get lumped in and so that's where i feel like 
that's tough because you want people to have that creative outlet or to be able to express themselves. But then again, it could come back to bite you in the ass. No, it can. It, it, it brought to mind this I'm saying my mom always used to use is, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Yeah. Like, tell me who you're hanging out with and I'm going to tell you who, who you, you are. are. Yep. So definitely when it comes to young people, we ha we have to be very vigilant as to what they're posting, yeah. who they're hanging out with. And and even in my same comment, somebody wrote, you know, my two nieces almost lost their scholarship because of something they yes. posted on social media. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have to be mindful of what we post. Yes, we have to be, you know, you know, just, just use tact, I guess, mm -hmm. when posting. But no, you cannot judge who I am entirely as an, a person that you might want to work with or someone you might want to date based on the 200 social media posts that I have. Right, but also, like, how about you base it on my previous experience or your investigative work with my previous employer or, you know what I mean? Like, there My are resume, other, that'll help. My resume my should two help degrees, you. That exactly. should weigh in. Yeah, this. but that seems to not be as important anymore, and that scares me. I'm not going to lie to you. I, like, when I was in my previous job and I had... Um, <laughs> And I would interview people. I always wanted to see what they looked like before they came. It didn't deter me from like not bringing them in for an interview. But, but I you got an idea. Bruh, I used that email address. <laughs> I was like, time to go to Facebook. Let's Google this Ooh, bitch. She <laughs> oh, she young. Oh, this person definitely not going to blend in. She's going to fight all the other paralegals. Or... No, no, this is going to be a problem. A hundred percent. Do you know that I recently just did this? You did? We got a email. My sons go to summer camp mm -hmm. we got an email about who their directors were i immediately went to google looked up these directors what's your history what can i find out about you where did you go to school <laughs> seriously people are their own investigative like they're, they're detectives now of course so you know whatever you put out there and it can be found it's like before what people used to say it's like whatever you do in the dark comes out in the light oh god if, if you don't want somebody to know what you're thinking don't write it down because then they could you know what i mean and this That's is another exactly thing i don't text anything weird to anyone i will Girl. i will tell you some crazy shit in your face but i'm not putting nothing in writing mm -mm. i'm not doing it anymore either we cubby it's and i scary. were just in a situation where we were discussing something about our job with another person and i said hold up hold, hold up we don't know this person at all this person is asking us questions we don't know if this person could actually turn this around and drag us when we're just innocently answer i, I said a cubby mm -mm, cease all communication 100 percent. you just have to protect your ass so much more now than you used to in the past it's just it's crazy and people come with receipts they do trying to destroy you uh-uh not this people one people walk into meetings recording that is scary. Okay, so this is where we draw the line. Like, we're living in this spy society. I have heard about this. Somebody I saw this, and, and and I said, were you recording the whole conversation? And they're like, yeah, I just want to go back and For listen. For my notes. No way. You take notes, you get a pen and a paper, honey. Thank you. How do you know, how do you know and how I can you down, trust? Phone face down, That's just recording audio. But that is super suspect to me. Like, I would never. I used to know somebody who was a very dear friend of mine, and he would say, you know what I do now? My trick is I leave my phone in the room, and they don't even know that I'm recording. This was with, like, previous Apple uh, iPhones and got some very good information on people. And I was like, well, first of all, I kind of like living in my ignorance. I don't want to know what people really think about me. I like it would hurt my feelings too much and I would never look at that person the same way again. But I also think it's a very devious thing to do. It really is. I just don't think that way. I guess that my mind doesn't work in that manner. You know, my mind kind of like works a little bit in that manner. <laughs> 
you know, like probably like a month ago, a st- uh, an article came out where you can use your earbuds to like spy on people. Yes, the kid that discovered it, and then Apple and like thanked him. And it, and yes. it works. Like you can leave, I guess, with your ear pods and leave the phone on a certain setting. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I was like, maybe I'll say I'm going to the gym and I'm going to like leave my phone next to the nightstand. And I want to hear who Nooney calls as soon as I walk oh, out the room or out the house. And then I was like, nah, man, this might be the end of my damn marriage. Imagine yes. he calls a side bitch. This bitch gone. <laughs> what we doing? You trying to FaceTime? Send me some booty pics. I was like, you know what? Do you maybe really want to know? Like, do you really want to know? That's my thing. It's I just I personally I guess I do want to know. I don't. I don't want to know. I am like, what's that guy, Carl, or who sang that song with Diddy? I don't, Mario Winans. No, I want to, I, I want to be like Mario Winans. I don't want to know if you're you. playing me. I hate you right now. <laughs> Keep it on the low. That's like, the biggest sucker song in the world, that's Carolina. That's me. Well, right here on my forehead. There it is. Sucker. It's a lollipop. Thank you. Because seriously, <laughs> why would you, I don't know, I guess I would want to find out in a different way, but there's also people who say, if you go searching for something, be ready for what you might find. I am not emotionally ready. I'm not financially ready. No, exactly. <laughs> keep paying them bills. Yeah, but then you were talking about something else that came on because you're kind of my social media guru, and Instagram mm-hmm. is. Are they working on? Well, they building this into the platform. Yeah, Instagram. Um, they come up with like different versions of the app every now and mm-hmm. then, and someone discovered like a test version of Instagram where they would hide the amount of likes that you get on your picture okay. to the public, so only you would be able to see um the amount of likes that you get on your picture. Right. Which, if you are not living your life through social media, probably shouldn't affect you at all. It shouldn't. And I, I think people that struggle with these type of things, like let's say like little startup blogs or people, new makeup artists, I think that would be amazing for them because yeah. they no longer, you know, just, just feel down about themselves. Like they might work on a, let's say like a makeup tutorial for like three, four days and then get, you know, 27 likes on, on the post. And that discourages people. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that's so sad though, that the amount of likes would either prevent you from doing something that you love. Mm-hmm. Like why would that be the end of it for you? If you're really passionate about it? Well, I kind of, I I've spoken to different people that struggle with this mm-hmm. and um you know they just say it doesn't feel like they're being validated mm-hmm. i guess by their followers or let's say you have five thousand followers and you get 20 likes then at that point you feel like wow these people don't like my content or these people don't really like me oh so they're or, gauging their content based on like how many likes they yes, get oh, okay got exactly it. Well, that's different, so i think though. that's what they're doing I, I i think it's not like i didn't get enough likes i'm not good i think it's more like wow i have all these followers mm-hmm. and they're not liking what am i doing wrong right. is this really like even worth it yeah well and, and a lot of people are making their money off of social media now, so the likes matter. That's what I was going to ask you, too. So what does this mean for the people who are literally influencers? You know, the name. Or and, Instagram models. Or Instagram models, which, you know, I am not one of them. I strive to be. I No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, looking at some of them. I'm like, I could be an Insta hoe, too. Yeah, well, or what do they call them? Insta thoughts? Insta thoughts. That's and, another yeah, one. See, I'm not mad at it. Get your money however you want to get it. But I think that once they do that, that's eliminating a whole like a group of potential for people to make money Mm -hmm. for people to gain that notoriety and that's where it could get like if they hid your instagram likes and not mine then i'd be like well wait a minute why did they hide honeys and you know what i mean like what is the care i gauge more uh my my post on engagement 
Yeah, but you're you're informative. Mine is just basically me with people who come into KTU I and see. my kids. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You so know your what I'm likes, saying? Your likes so matter because like, people are probably not going to start engaging and fighting each other in your comments. No, nobody it. does. I mean, and I actually am very fortunate. I've spoken about this with other mm-hmm. people. I very rarely get negative comments because I feel like the people who are following me want to know about my yes. life. So they're not going to get mm-hmm. on there and be combative for no, no reason. No, these are people who actually like you. Correct. And, and, and that's what uh, I, and mm-hmm. I love that, you know, and I love engaging with Lucky them. you. Yes, I know. No, and I do. I give thanks all the time. But then I also think like, well, I'm not the provocative person. I'm not putting things out there for them to be You're not stirring the pot. Exactly. I know what you're saying. Which is why I may not have as many followers, but I'm good with it. I love all 38,000 of you But you, you know what? That, that's amazing because that, that means they're your core followers. Yeah. They're going to support everything you do. They're never going to troll you, your children, your marriage. And, you know, social media comes with a lot of negativity and, 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 a, and a lot of um, evil. Yes. Especially when these are people who don't know you. They don't care about you. I have people come into my comments who are not following me just to fight with my followers. Well, well then how do they even find you? Where do you people find the time to do this? Oh, That's the one main reason why I stopped posting anything Donald Trump related. I limit it. I haven't posted him probably in months. Well, politics is just so hard. Because any, they would search, you know, the Donald Trump hashtag Mm -hmm. and just come and spew so much hate and racism and negativity and bigotry and I was just like I can't have this right I can't have my followers exposed to it and I can't be ingesting this type of stuff by reading it totally and then having to block people and then they would make fake pages and come back and I also did um, something that's um, super dope that a lot of people don't know Instagram has I blocked certain words oh no way I didn't even know yeah, that you so, could do that yeah so Instagram has an area where you can block you know disgusting vile words racist words okay bigot words wow all the nasty words that you don't want anyone to comment on your page you can put them there so it's like comma n-word comma you know f-word so if they post that on one of your they won't be able to post oh no way that's amazing so like bitch hoe slut right fat or anything that they can possibly use to try to shame someone degrade someone make them feel inferior i've blocked them off my page i wish more people knew about this it would save a lot of people some like distress whenever they're reading their comments you know the one thing that i've gotten feedback from is the way like in which i think is very bold of some people to comment on my children because i feel like kids are off limits they are even though you put your kids out there i still don't think that gives you the license to say a shitty comment about somebody's kid because like for example my son asher had long hair he's had long hair since he oh my gosh i adore that kid um but he's had long hair and that was something that like we love the look and we grew his hair out. I love the look. And over the past couple of months, he's expressed that he wanted short hair like his brother. He wanted short mm-hmm. hair. And so I said to my husband, I said, we need to listen to him. Yeah. And I said, you know, we valued his word. We took him to get his hair cut and he's happy as can be. Really well, with his short hair? Oh, he is Aww. loving. He is loving life. He is just super happy. But somebody wrote after I commented, somebody wrote, oh, so you're just going to let your little three-year-old dick 
dictate because he and I'm like whoa 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 I'm like no there's no room for that here like I did not ask your opinion I'm putting it out there like do not touch my children sit down I'm putting him out there for you to enjoy and to see like how precious he is I don't need any further commentary from you you know so that's where I think people walk the line when they think that they can actually comment on your parenting you know and that's where I that's where I get a little bit skittish about putting my kids out there but anything that I put about my kids I make sure that it's not embarrassing to them like Mm -hmm. some parents put pictures of their kids on the potty Uh, I just think to when they're 12 or 13 and maybe their friends can look on my Instagram and they can use that as ammunition against them I just don't want to put my kids in that position as adorable as it can be for other people I've seen pictures of kids like in the tub and they're like an emoji I'm covering the privates I'm like if you have to cover your kids privates maybe that's not the picture to share on social media yeah but see that's your opinion there are some people who think this is adorable I'm going to share it with my family and friends because that's who follows me on Instagram but (sighs) You're not thinking of, like, the 10, 15 years ahead of this child's life, you know? So that's something that my friends and I always discuss. Like, where do you draw the line on the sharing of the pictures? Because there's some really hilarious things that I could put Mm -hmm. up. But then again, I I kind of hold myself back. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, he might get mad at me (laughs) later on for putting this up there. So, yeah, there's also people who have now decided to sue their parents for what they put on social media, which is like a whole other topic. My mother will whip my ass all the way to Dominican Republic. I try to sue her for no damn picture. Exactly. Try coming back in that door and it will be locked and you will not have the key. Because seriously. Una maldita golpea que me dan. (laughs) Para la corte. La policía. It's equivalent to when you were younger and you would say to your mom and dad, I'm calling CPS. And my mom would be like, well, call CPS because I'll beat them too. You know? (laughs) Mom used to tell me, you'll be in a group home fighting girls all day long. You think this is bad. I'm going to show you bad. Forget so. it. I don't want to call CPS. I could tell you a CPS story, though. Give it to me. You know, when we were kids, you know, we were like uh, like latchkey kids. Right. Like We were in home. It was four of us. My older sister was like 13. And, you know, my school called to talk to my mom. And they're like, can I talk to your mom? Oh, she ain't home. <laughs> yes. And I said, my mom is not home. And they said, well, we're, who's taking care of you? And I was like, my sister. And how old is she? She's 13. No. Do you know they sent the police to my house and we had a whole CPS case? My mother hated me for the longest time. Wait, but it wasn't your fault. You were being honest. I was a kid. Yeah. But for picking up the phone. We were forbidden from picking up the damn phone when my mom was not home. But I was a hot ass and I was just thirsty. Hello. I don't know. My mama not here. I'm with my 13-year-old sister. They really, really it got CPS involved. And my poor mom had to like go through like a whole New York City CPS court system situation. And that's like years where they do follow ups and stuff. Years. And like I mean, yes, and it's important for people who do need it, but not honey German. I'm sorry, <laughs> mom. Like... I felt so terrible now as an adult. I'm like, wow, I really did that to my poor mom. And you know, my mom didn't even speak English. So going through the court system and oh having all gosh. these, you know, court dates and welfare checks when she was like a whole like Dominican Island woman must have been so stressful for her. Mommy, perdoname. I know. Right now, now you can say you're sorry because back then it's like she was having to show up in court when she meanwhile had to go to work. work at and, a factory. Yeah, exactly. Oh, please don't get me started. Don't scare me. Do you Let, want to step into the salon? Let's step into the salon. Let's do it. Handle okay. it, Carolina. So, dear honey and Carolina, first want to start off by saying I'm one of your middle listeners. Yay! Mm. Wait, what's his name? Dominic. Okay, so Dominic says, thank you for all the advice you give. It does work. And when you spoke to Greg T about being more assertive, it was something I needed to hear. Now on to my 
my question. I have been in a relationship with my partner for almost two years and all was well or so I thought until I found a dating app while on his phone. See, honey? Um... Mm. He goes on to say, don't worry, I wasn't snooping on purpose. Yes, he was. Now, I don't know if he is using the app. I haven't checked his notifications, but we met on said dating app, so part of me wants to believe he never deleted it, and it even looked like the icon was in the same place, but ever since I saw it, it's given me some intense paranoia. I want to bring this up with him, but a part of me feels so comfortable in the relationship that I don't want things to go south. Sadly, that means I have to ignore my instincts and ignore what I'm feeling because I don't want to let him go, even if he is cheating on me. What do I do? Sincerely, Dominic. Damn, this is heavy. Ooh. Mm. So they met on this app, which makes sense that it could be on his phone. And so this is the first. Now, first of all, as soon as we serious, you got to delete that shit. Continue. Okay, but what if he did like? Doesn't that happen if you like do a reboot or if you like update your phone no, or restore from not, a backup? Not, no. I'm just looking for excuses, you Dominic, here because to I'm trying Dominic's to save man. your relationship. Honey already sent him, to, uh, you know, packing. No, we. I got questions. I'm going on if it's POF or whatever it is. I'm creating another profile, and I'm gonna catfish you, and you're gonna show up to this date at a hotel, and I'm gonna leave you afterwards. I love the drama. I ain't even gonna lie. You, to you are so about the drama. And see, I'm on the other part where I'm thinking to myself, this poor guy, he probably stumbled upon this on accident. Maybe he forgot. There are so many people who are careless with their phones that don't. I, I know, I know. You're rolling your eyes at me. I know. Am I the most gullible person? Yeah. Seriously. He looked at the phone by mistake. Ain't no mistake when you're going through your man's phone, Carolina. I'd be snooping. I'd be like, if this motherfucker come back. I honestly, I've never put it down. Put it down. He's coming. <laughs> and then, wait. Do you have to like go back to the phone and be like, what? Wait, what? What did he have open first? Do no. you ever do that? First of all, his phone is almost always locked. Oh, really? And I don't know his password, but I be trying sometimes. Like when he opens his phone, I be like, what is it? Then when I know it says 15, iPhone disabled, I know there's like a fifteen involved in there. <laughs> There's a one five. Yeah, there's one five, but I can never catch it. He's like so fast. You gotta pretend like you're asleep one day. I do do that sometimes, but I only see whatever he's scrolling, and it's always like dumb shit. Yeah, so you know I'll you probably like, have nothing to worry about. But see, as somebody who has full access to their husband's phone, yeah. all he has are finance apps, and I don't even know what they do anyway. So it's like uh, finance calculator. I'm like, well, that's boring. Like uh, CNBC, lame. That's like, amazing. God no, bless. I go through all of his things. The one thing that I did notice that he does have on there that I was shocked, it's a golf game. So it's like, you know, there's I'm not, not really anything that harmful on there. But mm-hmm. for somebody, that's why I say if you're looking for something, be careful because you just might find it, Dominic. You know, and yeah, it sounds like you found something and now you don't know what to do with it. Here's what worries me. He says, I have to ignore my instincts, which means your instincts are telling you something is wrong. Yeah. Is there something else going on that is making you think in your gut like that? The relationship isn't what you think it is. And then he says, I don't want to let him go even if he is cheating. Right. So then what's the point of bringing it up? If you're not going to let him go, then why even cause the friction and the drama? So maybe Dominic could just like step out real quick, do a little cheating real quick. Boom. No. And then come back and feel vindicated already. Two wrongs don't make a right, girl. Two wrongs don't make a right. No way. Okay, fine. I feel like he needs to. I'm just saying he'll sleep much easier if he goes back to like somebody he used to date and like just. Knocks it out. quick. And then come back and be like, even if he was doing something, I already got my licks in. So go ahead. And then how bad would he feel if he was being faithful and he just said to him, oh, babe, I can't believe I still have this app on my phone after we met. I should have deleted it. Boom. Now we got problems. Just offer him a threesome or something like that. Everything will be better. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was honey, everybody. <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know, Dominic, did we help you? Because we I did. I gave him my perspective. I told him, you know, catfish him, right. do a little cheating, yes. give him a threesome if you mess up. And I said, give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he really didn't do it on purpose. And, you know, you can still live and be happy and not break up. This is why me and Carolina work so perfectly because we <laughs> never, ever, ever agree at all no so dominic we wish you the best thank you so much for writing to us and honestly i really do hope for your sake that it was just him being careless and forgetting to delete the app but you got to let us know what happens please please dm us <laughs> <laughs> and you can send us your questions to the salon life in spanglish podcast at gmail.com and follow us on all social medias li spanglish on twitter on instagram and make sure you guys subscribe so yes. that you get the notification when the new episode comes up five stars too give us five stars i know some of you want to give it like don't be lame and give us three like just three. do it i mean no what i'm saying like sometimes people just to be haters like they want to give down, you give us three stars <laughs> like, no you give us a good five star <laughs> review and also hit us up on social media li spanglish on all social medias right all of them all of them all of them that's it all right peace okay good that's Hello. good the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world we cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening what it means and why it matters every afternoon i'm sarah holder I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.